Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of February 19th, 2024. I'm your Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And yeah, this week we are answering the eternal question, who is Darkman? Because we were talking about the 1990 Sam Raimi cult classic, uh, which just got a fancy new 4K release from Shout Factory, which is out this week. You can check that out. Um, I don't think neither of us have seen it, but like, I've, I've looked at like like kind of like the pictures of it. It looks like a very cool, like there's tons of like inserts and like like you know doodads in this like collector's edition. So if you're a fan of Darkman, I would say definitely check out that 4K. But uh, we're, we're we're talking about the, we're talking about the movie. Uh, even without having the 4K, we, we I think we both watched it uh, streaming or however <laughs> digitally. But um, we're gonna dive into all the all the fun Sam Raiminess of it. And yeah, it came out in um, it was August of 1990. Uh, and, and I think it, it, it's I don't know if you agree, it's it's definitely in that you know we were in that it, that was the era where we were starting to get like it was like that pulp hero era like because it. It's the same year as Dick Tracy, you know. It was post post Batman, Tim Burton Batman, and then we had it kind of like you know the Shadow and the Phantom and Zorro were all in the way at some point and Rocketeer. Yeah, this was a time where superheroes were for adults and kids, and they didn't quite it didn't stick in either category for a while. It was like all debatable until like now. But it was it was such a it was such a specific like we're gonna do like radio superheroes or like serial like pulp superheroes not not Superman Spider Man like we're, we're doing like you know yeah the Phantom and the Shadow and all these other like you know thirties and forties superheroes. Well, there's something about Darkman that does hit all that. This feels well, like a pulp character. This feels like a modern character. This feels like a universal monster. All well, apparently, yeah. Well, apparently that's what because Sam Raimi was, apparently was trying to get the rights to Batman or the Shadow, and then he got rejected for both those. He's like, "Well, I'm going to make my own superhero with uh, <laughs> Blackjack and hookers." <laughs> but um, yeah, so he he created his own superhero, and then yeah, incorporated elements of pulp heroes, but it also incorporated like a like Universal Monster stuff. So it's like it's like you know it's like it's like if the Fan of the Opera was a uh, like pulp superhero. <laughs> And uh, obviously, obviously, Liam Neeson starring as uh, Peyton Westlake, Doctor Peyton Westlake, who uh, is he's trying to he's trying to develop. Um, it's like plastic skin, but it has cells. It's like it's like synthetic skin. It's synthetic skin. It's not plastic yet. Yeah, he doesn't call it plastic. It's it's just like he created stabilized skin cells, but it's not there yet. It's yeah. impressive for what it is and where they're making it. <laughs> it's hilarious watching again recently because, like, like literally, like they have it's like it's this it's in the nineteen nineties like this super specialized like technology. And now it's just like you just you can just go buy a three D printer on Amazon. This you just print whatever you want. Yeah, they, it, they rented, it, they they rented do... a loft apartment or like a loft like business building and then um, set up shop, which I think like the interior it looks bigger than the exterior. 
because you see the, the shot of where they're like on top of they're on yeah. top of like a hallmark like, store it's like, it's like a coffee shop i think it's like, it's like java something and then like they're just producing all this byproduct and machinery that like this doesn't look like it's industrial like you know what they're doing should be in a lab their lab is just downtown la like some <laughs> residential area of not it some like like eagle rock or something like you know like la is made up of small counties yeah usually some of those counties have like rules where it's like you just can't like coffee shop and then laboratory like i feel like that's a zoning problem and like how many chemicals are they bringing in like all the yes. time <laughs> there, there is such a big question about that and i, I just it boggles my mind later but uh yeah like they're just casually making like artificial skin and then in in all their machinery that is whatever they can get their like whatever sam Murphy got his hands on like some of them are old ibm equipment some of them are just like uh like like printers xeroxes that they like put new plaques plastic like uh mm-hmm. resin on it mm-hmm. like i think one of them is just like a dishwasher like if you look <laughs> at it carefully in the background yeah but it's like not focusable it's like that's why they rush that but i totally forgot about the assistant character i know uh, he's there i forgot yep. his name i forgot what he looked like and it like it ultimately doesn't matter because no one mourns him after <laughs> no. like the intro yeah Yeah, the, the lab is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, and apparently, it's supposed to like kind of like invoke. Well, I, I guess I'm not sure if that lab, but like, specifically like his like later his warehouse, like his like abandoned factory where like lab is supposed to kind of invoke like a a universal monster kind of like Frankenstein esque lab. With all like is oh, oh they did it, it kind of just got, yeah all kinds of beakers and you know liquids pumping through different things and vats of acid and all sorts of stuff. Well, yes. I'm, I'm I'm curious to say like why wasn't there like a giant Tesla coil or something <laughs> nonsense in the that, background? That's definitely what was missing. There, there definitely needs to be some sort of like electricity. Like they need like charge the skin with electricity or something. But yeah, they're trying to make this sex skin, and it only lasts 99 minutes, which is very important throughout the whole entire movie. Um, it, unless it's, if it's in the if it's in daylight, it lasts 99 minutes. If it's in the dark, hence Dark Man. Then it'll last longer. Just a mystery amount. But I I do like how it took it takes them a few runs to figure out the the like the the trick is that the skin cells do better in the dark. Mm-hmm. And then he's having like such a uh like a Shakespearean kind of like uh, soliloquy of like the darkness. What does that mean? Like. <laughs> He didn't say shadow. It's like the first thing he said was like, "What? What about the dark that makes this like work or something?" Yeah. And in my head, I was like, "This is called Shadow Man because he's technically not in the dark. He's got all these like machines running." Why like, Shadow Man was taken, but Dark Man was just fine. Mm-hmm. Well, Dark Dark Man's cooler. Dark Man's a cooler it, name. It definitely sounds catchier. But yeah, he um him discovering that. I don't know why the darkness, like, was it just them running the experiment at night that they discovered it, or they just never ran it at night? I think they, didn't they lose, I think they, like, lose power or something, and the lights go out, and it's like, oh, it's it's lasting longer now. (laughs) So so they never, like, lost power before, or, like, never, like, lights were out when they tried, like, doing their experiment before. Right, right, and they're, like, they're, like, restaurant district. They're just, like, yeah, a lab can't be 
generating skin here. Yeah, I'm sure so they, they finally pull the grid. All, all they're, they're like holographic, like skin generation, like oh, stuff okay. after so, using so much power. <laughs> if you notice in the beginning, their holographic thing is is just 3D on a computer, like a rough yeah. 3D thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then later on, it's like as if you didn't need half of that equipment because he doesn't have all of that. It's it's like <laughs> like it's like it looks like it's it should be like a it's like a screen, but then like when he, yeah, but he brings he builds his like makeshift lab later it's like it's a full-on hologram like a guy like is tricked by it because it's so realistic so where did he have time to build the hologram version that is somehow better than the original like you know it, it just you have limited more uh, uh equipment and somehow you became a better like hardware guy yeah man a lot, lot all that stuff must have been like very like very explosive explosion proof because <laughs> like a lot of, a lot of equipment survives the explosion that happens later on. Key equipment, I get yeah. like your keyboard, your monitor. That that, 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 that that one computer like is like charred. It's still like working f- perfectly. <laughs> so they just don't build uh, computers like they used to. Yeah, you, you need '90s like IBM computers apparently. <laughs> Windows '95 PCs. Um, but let's let's get back into um, like Darkman's like Payton's just like research. It just he's making skin. It doesn't seem like he's sponsored. He's just doing that on his own. And even the main villain doesn't care about the skin. It's not even like why <laughs> that's like a crux. Yeah, that's it's like one of the craziest thing is like 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 West Payton West like is like so like he's just like incidental to like the, the plot and then like they, they just because they fucked with him or he's like like the horrible circumstances that he's in like that, that's why he gets like like blown up by the villains but it's all it's because it's all all the villains all care about is like um is francis dormant who plays julie hastings like it's like Neeson's like uh love interest girlfriend who i it seems like she's a reporter but then you find out she's an attorney yeah, she has that attitude that she's investigating. Like, like she's a, like she's a, like she's an investigative journalist, but then she, it's like, oh no, she's an attorney. Also, does it seem like the relationship is they just started dating? I mean, it feels like they've been dating for a while because then, like, Pete's like, "Will you marry me?" And move, we're already living together. Like, <laughs> but she's like, "No, baby, baby." Yeah. Mm, I'm like, oh boy. She's not like excited. She's sort of like, "Oh, that's nice," you know. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, no." But yeah, but she's she's in, she's apparently she's like either she's investigating or she's on a case where there is a uh, land developer named Lewis Strack Jr. who is basically like trying to build Delta City. Like that's, what, that's the plot. Like it's basically the same plot as RoboCop, where it's like he he's, he's trying to like build this new like very like wealthy area and like you know force all the poor people out and like it's gonna be this new like condominium development area and he's he's bribing a bunch of people on the city council to do it so So there's a i've noticed i've noticed that anytime a business guy has a model of a city (laughs) in his office like not in in the lobby not um somewhere that like is sort of a public thing it's a total bad guy thing. He's gonna stare at that fake city and then get crazier and crazier. Yeah. Also, like and M- the, Bi- M- Bison, Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> like just, OCP. Yeah. 
And then to have the Gauls to build it a clear city, like a white clear model, where you really... Ah, oh, I hate that. It's, it's a, such a cliche. But yeah, it, it has nothing to do with Peyton, except for his girlfriend, who was just sort of like, oh, I'm investigating one of my clients was looking into this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of confused how... So, so she she has a she has a memo that basically says like, hey, this guy is bribing people. <laughs> like ah. it's it, it, it details all the payments. It's the they keep they mention it all the time. It's like the Belisarius memorandum. <laughs> um, so she has it, and then she's like, well, I'm I have this I have this document that proves you're like, uh, bribing people, and we're gonna like we'll take you down. And then he's like, and that's why he sends uh, and but she doesn't have it, she doesn't have it with her, and she goes to like confront him, um. But then, he, Strack apparently hires uh, Durant, he's played by Larry Drake, uh, who's like the runs this whole this like crime gang. He's basically he's basically like the Clarence Boddicker of Dark Man. Oh yeah, but he does <laughs> like, just as much work as Clarence. Yeah, and then so that's why they send like Durant and his goons after Peyton because it's like oh, we know we know Julie basically lives here, so we're like tear apart this lab and find this me- like memo. Oh, so it's his lab home. Yeah, he, it's like it's 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 his lab slash apartment because like yeah they blow up his apart like his lab but it's also like it's his apartment basically. I didn't know that. I, yeah. I kind of forgot that detail because I couldn't figure his, his apartment looks like it's somewhere in the city because they have like a, a projector, they have like a giant ass like living room area, but I just thought that was just a creative choice of the set more than that's the same location. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think it's like a lab slash apartment. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, I don't think his his reg- unless he owns the building, which I don't think so. It just seems crazy that whoever let him rent this and have all this go on, and mm. then him throw out the pollution like out the window. <laughs> the coffee shop is just like, what the hell is going on up there? <laughs> like, all he's like, <laughs> also, what's that fat human smell? Vats of acid are just like being delivered like constantly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Durant shows up in his Goonies, but um, I think we're skipping ahead about the awesome introduction of how evil Durant is. Oh yeah, that's, it's, it's like, almost that's, like a Joker move. It, it's it's the, the, literally the first thing in the movie is like him like showing up to like meet this other like criminal guy, and then yeah, it's you you get to see all this you get to see all these other guys um, who are all just like crazy colorful characters. Like Ted Raimi's there. Um, there's a guy with like the, like the fake leg that's a machine gun. <laughs> oh, uh, skips. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, everyone in that crew has weird nicknames. Uh, so there's just skips guy with one leg, so he hops and skips. Um, Durant, just no nickname, just you're Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Smiley. Yeah. Who just smiles and is more like a hyena of a person. Uh, and then everyone else got like regular names Rudy, uh, Polly, you know, yep. <laughs> just yep. uh, Rick or Ricky. But yeah, Larry, Larry Drake is so good as Durant. Like, he's like, he's like very calm, but like very, like, super threatening. Yeah, for like, if you shaved him. He could have been a '90s kingpin. Mm-hmm. He has got the same like look 
mentality wears suits you know like he likes he likes cutting people's fingers off <laughs> yeah it really escalates it, it's not just like oh he did it to the first guy eddie black it's more of a oh he just he's been doing this and that's how he's been buying up real estate which I find it hilarious that you don't see so many real estate scams these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do now and then in movies. It has to be really clever. But back then, it was just like, these are bad guys stealing from bad guys. Yeah, and, he, and Larry Jake was on, he was on LA Law before this, like around that, like, and then I think after this too, probably. Um, and then I love that he's just like, he went all in on Darkman. Like, he, he was in the sequel. Um, he was in, I don't know if you read about this, Chris, but like the, like un, the unaired pilot TV that they pilot. made. Yeah. Yep. I didn't, I didn't see about that. that like Fox, they were going to make it, they made it like a 30 minute pilot for Fox, um, in 1992. And, was this like a sequel to this or was it a reboot? I think it, it seemed like it was going to be a reboot. Basically, they, it, was, it was like a, it was like a kind of slightly different version, but the same, like same basic plot, but like. It was gonna be, Larry Jake was gonna be back as as Durant, and then they had a new Christopher Bowen's this like British actor was gonna be uh, Peyton slash Darkman. I mean, but Durant is awesome. In this. He's actually yeah. like a good factor because he's such a good bad guy. He's he's also like, he's, like, he's he's like super smart. Like he just like is like like his vocabulary and like his like the way he, his manner of speaking is like so like eloquent too. Yeah, he's not a common man. Yeah, and it's very um, interesting because we don't get to see uh, how he just conducts himself besides real estate, like, seizing. Mm. That's how he's built his fortune, real estate seizing, cigar smoking, and finger chomping. <laughs> like, that's it. And, yeah. and there's a whole complexity with him. And uh, I think I was rewatching the Red Letter Media review of this and how they bring out that, like, there is chemistry between uh, uh, Durant and Ricky. Ted Raimi, yeah. Ted Raimi's character, or it's so awkward. I mean, not not awkward in a way, but it's just like I never noticed it as a kid, but now as an adult, I was like, whoa. Well, there's sort of like a weird. It's almost like a weird like love triangle, like and like when that like Dark Man kind of like sets up later on, where like he's like, oh, Ricky and Polly were gonna leave together, go to right. Rio, whatever the hell they were gonna like. Yeah, 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 and that's that's why I um I saw that and. I noticed that too, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, whoa! I, Darkman was smart. He picked up on a vibe, and was just like, <laughs> "This will send Durant into a mad rage, a lover's quarrel." <laughs> and the thing is, it's the movie's smart to like just have that as like a subplot, but it's not focus. I feel mm-hmm. like in a modern movie, that would have been like halfway point or something. Like they they would have milked that. But mm-hmm. it, that's just one thing that Darkman's scheme just happens to work out. His first scheme. Uh, but yeah, but, but before that, uh, what do before you know that, about the... I was saying, before that, he gets blown out the roof of his yeah. life. <laughs> one of the when... best shots in cinema history, where it's just like, you see Leonis just flying through, like, just flying through the air. Is he flying up? Yeah. He's flying straight he gets, up. He, he, I, he, I always thought he flew out the window, but then I watched this, you know, watching this again, I realized... He sort of just digitized in and flying upward, like it's he a gets, weird angle. He gets he he's exploded out the like out of the roof of his like lab, and then like ends up in like like a LA river or like an LA like lake or something, and then they fish him out. Yeah, and that's another thing. He just is like a John Doe for the that hospital scene. Yes, and, <laughs> which also. 
I was just, yeah, I mean, that, that hospital. I love that scene is so fucking ridiculous. Where it's just like, well, we uh we severed his nerves, so he can't feel pain. But it also gave him like it gave him super strength, and also make, might make him insane. But he's cured. <laughs> like, yeah, no, we did our job. Yep. I love how the, like that that doctor who's explained this to the med students. She just has a needle nearby and be like, check yep. this out, kids, and just stabs him. Go see, no pain. I don't yeah. think you're supposed to do that. Like, you just can't stab the patient. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 Darkman can't feel pain anymore, or I, I guess any sort of like tactile sensation. But then, it, that increases his emotions and makes him crazy. But also, like, increases like his adrenaline and makes him super strong. Which is cool because I, I kind of forgot why he's he's strong. He's not like a well, normal. Why, why? Yeah. Why he's like kind of. He like sort of has super, basically has superpowers, yeah. And then how basically, and he should be in constant agony, but because he can't feel it, he can walk around with basically open wounds all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that great scene where like he's like actually hits his hand on fire, just like, huh, my hands on fire. All right, <laughs> like it's sad. There, I I do feel that's a great scene where he goes, they took my hands, like yeah, you know, they took took everything, they took my hands. It's very. Like classic. If this wasn't a Dark Man movie, that that's just tragic, you know, just to see that. Yeah, that that, that all that stuff is like that's that's where like the Universal Monsters kind of stuff comes through, where it's like you know like like a fan of the opera, Invisible Man, kind of Wolfman, where it's like, it's like he's like this tragic figure, which is like he's like <laughs> and he's he's becoming more and more crazy. Like the longer he's like doing this, the more like his like mental state deteriorates, and so it's like he's like trying to like maintain his. Uh, his old like ma- ma- like humanity, humanity and it's yeah. like <laughs> she's like losing it. Well, because he has to like dip into the the rage and his yeah. like I guess unbridled uh, dark side. I don't like to using the word dark because it's always like it's the first say that a lot in Dark Man uh, Dark Man thing. But yeah, it's just like the evil that he has to like live with. Um, mm-hmm. But. In that time, he his thing isn't like I should go to the police. I should, uh, like solve my crime. He just goes. The cops are useless. The hospital's terrible. I'm gonna live in this abandoned chemical factory that's really convenient, like on the main strip. Yeah. So, yeah, when he finds his his new home, and it's just like an abandoned chemical factory, the thing that he basically left his old like burnt out apartment. Uh, one, the police, I I don't know how much time has passed, but it seemed like he was able to get into a crime scene and steal all his equipment back Mm -hmm. and drag it across town. No problem. Well, there's at least, there's at least when he, when he, when he tries to, so he tries, he's trying, he has to recreate his face and because I guess because there's part, like, just like pieces missing. So like the computer has to like, kind of like, like figure out how to like recreate like the missing pieces. It's going to take like. 575 hours, which I think is I like 23 days. No, no. 575 hours is like 23 days. That's what, that's what I just said. Yeah, 23 days. Oh, said, I heard it's yeah. 23 days. Yeah, so it's, it's at least 23 days that he has to like wait for like his mask. His mask is his face to like be generated. All because of the 3D render or the printing time? I think I think it's because it has to because like if you have like a like a pristine copy of like whatever the subject you're making I think you can like do it immediately but it has to it has to like kind of like 
extrapolate and recreate like certain sections of his face, so that's like taking longer, I guess. I just thought I'd just copy paste his face and have his face be that weird symmetrical thing. It's got it's got it's got to render like the missing sections, I guess, which takes. And he's using like nineteen ninety. He's using burned burned nineteen ninety <laughs> Windows computers to like do like this like digital rendering. So that's like it's taking forever, apparently. Yeah, I mean, we barely got to check that if you scan a photo, you can make a 3D model. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the best we could do was face on a square, and then that's how we got, like, basic first-person sprites. But yeah, if you, if you, if you have, but it seems like if you, if you have a pristine, like, photo of, like, your subject, then you can, like, make a, you can, you know, generate a mass, like, within a couple minutes. And that's, 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 that's his main, that's Darkman's main scheme is, like, he's gonna use his technology, use his skin technology to impersonate all the, all of Duran's gangs and kind of like take them down one by one. Yeah, that's how I think the movie would have been in one way, but he just does the first two and <laughs> he just like, well, he doesn't, he, he doesn't do anything, to, like, Ted Raimi just straight up kills, like, he just, like, finds him and just kills him by, like, shoving him up like a manhole cover and, like, getting him run over by a truck. And then, like, the only, yeah, the only person, like, he really, like, like kind of takes out with like his impersonation stuff is Polly. Well, that's because Polly just takes a nap and then <laughs> well, 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 Peyton, I think he like chloroforms him. So like he's like he's knocked out and then he takes a spot in like that that like uh, money exchange. And then just like, hey, where's the money, Polly? It's like what? <laughs> I'm in this. I'm this. I'm in this like like uh, like baby blue suit somehow. I don't know how this happens. <laughs> And then, yeah, that area of where they find Polly, that's his, like, weird tenement house. Yeah. It's just a bedroom, a, a bathroom, and that's it. It's, a, see, it's also weird, like, um, so we, we find out later, like, like, that, like, Peyton can, like, he is able to, like, replicate people's voice. Like, he hears it up, like, he somehow, he has the skill of, like, impersonation, but he, does, he doesn't, like, learn, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't do it with Polly, he just, he just, like, grumbles a lot. Yep. So it's, it's, it's like, He's like every every scheme is like sort of like there's like it's sort of like it's not quite like fully like it's like full like plan. It's like well I'm gonna I'm just gonna kill Ted Raimi as as Darkman with like just my bandage face. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Polly but not talk and then then I'll and then Durant is like is when he finally is like it all comes together. He's like, he he does the voice, he does the like the the mask, does everything. He is lucky on that one for a first time everything. I mean, a great, great deal of practice on the small things, showing that he's got the psychotic nature in him to kill a man with a truck, and then, uh, like, deep cover himself into someone's life for a few, like, an hour. Yeah. And apparently, apparently all you need to do to, like, learn how to, like, talk to, like, someone is just, like, listen to the same phrase constantly for hours, then you, like, can you can replicate their voice perfectly. Yeah, I wish there was something that they wouldn't say, that maybe Darkman, uh, like, faked a modular cord or something that I put in his throat to give him a voice box, like a secondary one, or or, like or something temporary, or or just like do like a like a, like a Mission Impossible, like I I, I invented this like microchip that like ch- changes my vocal cords or something, like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, maybe not the microchip, maybe just 3D print something that he like skin print extra vocal cords and he swallows it, or you know just something gross where it makes sense of what he does. Or just, or just, or, or just like, um, 
like show if he like they don't they, they never show that like he's good at impressions beforehand. <laughs> like yeah, just, uh, it, mean, it just shows up. <laughs> even if the best impressionist, you it's not always the the exact sounding. Yeah, and I get it that you know that it's movie magic. But here's the wacky thing: every is everyone the same height? <laughs> That's like, like it, that's the Mission Impossible thing too. Of like, it's like, oh, they're, they're they're like replicating them perfectly, but it's like, like they're not. It's just it's just their face. It's not their body or like their like like how it's like. You, that, that's like you, that's the like special disbelief for like Mission Impossible too. It's like you just have to go with like that. Like oh, we like perfectly matched everything about them. Well, I think certain people they can only do it if because the another team matches that height. I was gonna say like Leonis is also incredibly tall too. He's like, <laughs> like six three. Yeah. And I'm thinking Paulie's not that. Paulie's no. like five ten, barely like that. And then Durant, maybe him and Durant might be the same height, but that's a might, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole confusion of like which one's which. I'm like, is, <laughs> is Durant as tall? No. Then that's the other guy. I've seen double four Durants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the thing I, I didn't understand. Um, and I, I got that as a kid. I'm like, oh, he looks alike, but like, but they're not the same height. Oh, and, uh, Larry Drake was like six foot two and three quarters. So they, I think he, yeah, they, he, I think he and Lee were basically the same height. Okay. So that makes that makes sense. <laughs> but then when when he puts on Smiley's face, him and Smiley are the same height. So does that mean Smiley is also six foot two or three? <laughs> Like, luckily, Durant, like, all, all the... Hires the same he hires, yeah, yeah. See, if they're gonna do that, then that kind of makes sense, where it's like, check out my crew, and it's like, someone says, oh, you guys are all the same height. Like, just by casually dropping that line. It's mm-hmm. like, someone, it's like, okay. Now nah, I don't need to think about it. But, it ruins any kind of movie that involves face swapping, face, like, uh, masking and stuff. It's just like, how did you not tell what the height? I mean, it's the same thing with like Face Off too, where it's like well, they, they say that Nick Cage and him have the same height, and like, but 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 but, 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 it's not, but yeah, but it's not the same body, so it's like yeah, yeah. Well, they they said plastic surgery, and now like, yeah. that was generic enough. But yeah, I get it. Um, I think like in other movies of Darkman, he impersonates way more like way more people than just white people. Mm-hmm. So this one, like, he's limited to just these guys. Oh, and when he impersonates himself is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I just shows up at the grave like a like a soap opera. I yep. think uh, we'll, we'll talk about, like, him showing back to um, Julie, mm-hmm. where he timed it right on her visit. <laughs> and then he's, he just he's stalking there. her, yeah. I'm like, you have 90 minutes. Like, hurry this up. I would seek her out. Don't just wait for her to show up at your grave. And then he said he said he's he was in a coma, and then he and he has to like return. He has to go back to the hospital for like other treatment, so he can only stay for like certain. Like that's why he's like he can only stay for like 90 minutes or whatever. I don't mind that. I always love the effect of the 90 minute limit. 
is is crucial to the Darkman lore. Mm-hmm. Just because any longer, and you risk kind of having those questions that I just had, like the height, the like, what, what's this? How do you act? He just has nine. He has to put on an act for ninety minutes and then safely get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Julia Hastings is just very. Um, like understanding about that, she's like, "Oh, I understand. Hey, you're back from the dead. Oh, okay. I'll see you later." Like, it... <laughs> oh, you have to go back to the hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't follow him. She doesn't call anyone of his friends. She doesn't care about like the the assistant anymore. They they buried an ear. <laughs> like it's grave. The graveyard is like, we oh, there's only an ear left. We buried an ear. Like <laughs> that doesn't sound right. You found, but yet you found the, the assistant's body? I, they, they never mentioned him again. They're just like... So... No one cares. Like, yeah, no one cares. Said yet. Okay, so let's go. I, let's go. I want to talk about... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Stracker. Strack? Strack. Yeah. So Louis Strack is someone that, like... He knew, like he he sucked. He 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 sent Durant to go, like get the evidence. I think uh, Peyton dying was just like an extra thing, right? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but then, instead of like I don't know, dissing himself away or doing something else, this dumb dumb just like I'm gonna try to date Julie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's weird because like. Oh, it's like oh, the the memo got burned up, so I'm scot free. Like no one can prove anything. Like I'm good now. Like, <laughs> but the fact that he makes a hard copy, or he make he is just a copy he keeps on his desk at all times, mm-hmm. and then he keeps this woman that could possibly take him down just so close. Mm-hmm. Like he's taking her on dates. They're having relationships. Like it, it's something that Strack is just sort of like a psycho, but. He's a dumb psycho, even though he's cocky about all the aspects. But did you get the feeling that I, I couldn't place his accent? The actor is Australian, but he's got like a JFK voice to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like a New Englander mid-Atlantic sound. That... Like, like, he, like, he, like he says chowda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not bad as a villain. Uh, he he sort of just comes on his own, but for like eighty percent of the movie, he just sort of is like snobby business guy, mm-hmm. which um, is making up for Durant. I just feel that uh, I feel like Durant should have killed him, and then Durant should have been like, "This is my deal now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's more appropriate mm-hmm. because I think at this point, uh, Peyton doesn't suspect track at all it's just sort of like durant durant's the one and it takes him a long time to kind of get the answer about shrek as i said the main villain doesn't know they're not like, unaware of each other for a while well if he didn't if he didn't like you know threaten and kidnap julie then dark man probably wouldn't have gone after track at all like because yeah, because he he only he only knew like everyone he remembered from like the lab that like killed him or like tried to kill him. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, I can see where Darkman then he has to keep escalating, but it's not because like he he's like, oh, I'm gonna mess with them now and it's gonna be my personal war. It's like 
these villains are constantly trying to snatch up real estate from everybody. And um, no one opposes, I guess, because Strack is like ultimately like the kingpin of LA, of rebuilding downtown LA. Because he, bri- he, he bribed everyone they need to bribe to like allow like the zoning board and all that stuff to like let him go, let him do whatever he wants, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, they also, they, was, they, also, they also mentioned that he basically he murdered like he admits he murdered his own wife. Yeah, that happens at the end. That is just yeah. a line drop, like, like a like like a yeah, I tossed off like oh, and also I murdered my wife because she was like too nosy or whatever. Like I had to write murderer. I think he killed her because that's how he's got his money. Maybe. I think that was he married into money, killed her, used that money, and kept flipping it till he basically built an empire on bodies. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes sense. Why, like, he get you get a bigger sense of his evilness at the end, which I'm like, hey, I would have liked to see that earlier to explore this, but you know, it is what it is. The movie though is brisk because you get to see at least two different gangs. You get to see Durant's money laundering business of collecting money and then dropping money off. Mm-hmm. You get to see, um, like, Durant has no loyalty within his crew. So, like, you betray him once, you're dead to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Durant also has, like, a, like a nice house. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so, a, like, a, like an L.A. mansion, yeah. Yeah, uh, his, like, taxidermy finger room is pretty mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh when Darkman realizes that by just wiretapping his phone line. <laughs> yeah, Darkman does a lot of, he does a lot of surveillance. That's like one of his main things. So, let's go mention... It, it, it kind of it reminds me of like the Tom Jane Punisher a little bit. You know, a little like, bit, right? Yeah, I got that it's like, too. It's like, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't doing a lot of punishing. He was like doing a lot of like manipulating and like trying to like... like make them kill each other and, like, planning evidence and, like, doing all this other stuff. Yeah, it's not something the Punisher normally does. It's sort of guns blazing in the Punisher. Darkman, you think it's gonna be him cracking open the door, punching these guys, but really it is, like, a lot of build-up. It's tight build-up as everything he does serves a purpose that pays off at some point. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's Darkman hiding and waiting. It, it Phantom of the Opera does that, too. It's a lot of planning and singing. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel that people came in thinking it would be more like more action-y, but the movie does save itself for that. Some of these fight scenes only happen. In fact... Well, I mean, the, po- the poster is like, just like, it's like full on, like Darkman is like standing in front of an explosion, like, yeah. or like a burning fire in the background. And I think they were like definitely trying to sound as like, this is, the, this is like, you know, B- Tim Burton Batman, like, this is, the, this is the new superhero, like, get ready, comic book. Like, this is action packed comic book. Like. So, a lot of the. Um suspense that I guess kids would have thought would be, would it just, they're disappointed because it is just investigating. And I get it, I get it, it's like more for adults to see a slow burn build up. Uh, I think one of the mid-action scenes is just, is is Peyton freaking out in his lab, yelling at a cat. <laughs> yeah. Which is great, because it's great comedy and physical work from Liam Neeson. Who, again, like, never considered himself an action hero or anything. So when you see him do things like this, you're like, wait, did he forget this? 
it's 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 such a weird, like his career is so crazy because it's like you know, he start he started out with like oh, like a lot of these like you know like supporting uh, like pulp uh, using fucking crawl and stuff and then and this and then you know three years after this he's in Schindler's List and wins Oscars and then that was like his career for like you know a few a couple years dramas and then, dramas, and then like episode one and then like and then like well, you know, okay like, he was also this is I think this is a year or two after Rob Roy I think so I think Rob Roy was like late eighties. I mean, he's still a household name back then, and it just like it, he's not maybe consistent, but he, he has his time. He has his uh, Liam Neeson assans now and then every decade. Well, it's it's it's, it's, it's he's like really strange like ebbs and flows where it's like, oh, he was you know he was he was like the supporting guy. He was in like uh <laughs> like uh. Next of Kin and the Deadpool and stuff like that, and then Darkman, and then and then and then it was Schindler's List, and it's like, oh, now he's just now he's like the Oscar-winning dramatic actor. But then, but then it was like, you know, then he's in Star Wars, and then it's like back to, but then, then it's like back to like he's like kind of more dramatic roles, but then it's like, oh, now he's in Batman, <laughs> and now he's in Taken, and now he's just an action star now. He needs to go back to a Darkman movie. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, apparently they were talking about like a legacy sequel at some point, but I guess that kind of fell through. Like, like, like two years ago, they were talking about like, like maybe like a some sort of Dark Man with the music coming back. Damn. Uh, so yeah, what do you think about them visiting Chinatown to intimidate uh, the Chinese triad guys? That like are the nicest gang. They, there's no <laughs> fighting. They, they just kind of hang around. They're, they're so pol- yeah, so polite. Um. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, Peyton, Peyton as Durant just like lucks into like the like mo- like the like intimidation factor that like makes them like like give them over the money. Yeah, it's like you have it. You have the time until I smoke this cig- the cigar. And he cuts the cigar like super tiny. And then, and then he is able like because he doesn't feel anything. He like he, he's like burning his hand, <laughs> and they're never just like this guy's fucking crazy. And they're like, okay, we'll give you your money. Yeah. So they always had it. They just didn't want to pay. It, it was it was weird that um, Professor Torchnock is in the background. and He doesn't do anything. <laughs> N- nothing, right? It's such a like, oh hey, he's there, and they just stand there, and uh, the scene's over. Mm-hmm. Because that would that would have been fun if he had like if like you know Darkman had to fight Professor Torchanaka. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He doesn't fight anyone besides like that one gang. Mm-hmm. I get it. it's focused because of that. There's no distractions. His his whole approach is to take on Durant's men, Durant, and then the uh, real estate schemer. And and there's like, there's like no there's no police involvement at all. Yeah, like, as if the city has no cops, and even when they do show up, they get eliminated. Mm-hmm. They show up. In, so, they show up in like a helicopter. There's like a couple cops in a helicopter at the end, and that's it. There's no other cops anywhere. They're oh, having, that helicopter explodes too, so all the the city is just unprotected. They're having a massive shootout in, in Chinatown. No cops show up. Yeah, it's not just like the, there's like extras that get hit, and then they like you know fall down. So it's like there there are people. That um, Durant accidentally killed, and 
they just sort of like I love when they um realize that Darkman's gone and it's like they cause all those problems. They just hide their guns and look around like, all right, like we gotta go. <laughs> Let's just walk off casually. Yep. But yeah, the um the scene where Julie realizes that Strack is bad and then goes to Darkman's hideout, um it's cool because like Darkman just happens to just be there mm. and cause it's not like an era of cell phones or anything. So, uh, Durant's men just follow her like four cars and a helicopter follow her. <laughs> well, I think, I think before, before that, we, I mean, we, we haven't talked about it yet, but like the carnival date scene. Oh, like oh, maybe, maybe, maybe those memorable scene in the entire movie, um, where, yeah, it's, 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 so they, Payton's been trying to see Julie. You can only, you can only have for ninety minutes. So they go on a date to a carnival, and, and he is playing like the like, toss the ball, knock it on the milk cans game, and is trying to get a <laughs> trying to get an elephant for Julie. And the carnies looks like, nah, you 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 lost. Like you slept, you were over the line. And then we get like the most Sam Raimi ass Sam Raimi scene, uh, maybe of all time, <laughs> where like pay, like Dark Man's Payton's rage is like erupts and you, like the entire like background of the scene explodes it's like flames and he's like and you see all these like flashes of crazy imagery and he's just like and then it's just like him just like freaking out and it's like give me the fucking elephant <laughs> yeah that scene is so cool just because like you see the screaming the, the cuts and then julie who's just like what is happening i thought it was such a nice date <laughs> and then he like and then like he like and then like he breaks the cardi's fingers and then he's screaming and then julie's screaming and the cardi's screaming and it's like and i love there's i think there's a quote from like or like a like a, a mention of uh about like sam raimi like because this was, this was his first um like studio film because obviously, like Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two were like very like indie, like no studio involvement. They were it's like self funded basically. And this is the first movie he had like an actual budget on, and he's like, "What?" And then he apparently was like, "I'm gonna tone down my style a little bit." It's just like, if this is like him toning down his style, then like what is like not toned down? To Sam Raimi? What's like unhinged Raimi? Yeah, I guess Army of Darkness, but like, yeah, this is this is like it's there's so much Sam Raimi like. It, like it, like style and vis- imagery going on like all it's like all the montages like of like there's like stuff flashing like there's like these like stuff like flying across the screen and behind like an image and yeah all, all like this this the carnival scene where it's just like yeah like the, their background is like like burst into flames and it's just like these like crazy shots of the screaming or freaking out yeah, the imagery of the flames and the zoom-ins later, I mean, are the same kind of shots he, you see in Evil Dead 2 and, I guess, Armored Darkness, where he just, like, trippy visuals. That's definitely, definitely his look. I, I, I definitely, like, watching this now and, like, you know, you know knowing about, like, Spider-Man, I feel like there's, like, definitely, like, there's a lot of, like, the, like, initial, there's, like, kind of, like, the, like, initial steps of, like, just, like, to Spider-Man in this movie, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not, it's it, it's it got a superhero vibe that he captures completely well for a character that is, like, he hates himself, he hates society. Like, like the, um, the, like, the montage of, um, like, after he's in the, like, after he's in the lab, he's, like, in the, it's, like, um, he's in his, like, his, like, chemical plant lab, and there's, like, that montage, like, where it's, like, it's, it's like, you know, like a, a printout with like spit on the screen of like test failed or whatever. And then it, like, it's like all these like other things are like just like 
the the, the, the montage shot is like very much the same as like uh you know like doc ock trying to do something in spider-man 2 or like like um it it it, it, it sam raimi definitely has his, his style is like so like distinctive it's just like you, there's no mistaking like a sam raimi movie have you seen almost all his works um i i i, I feel like i've seen pretty much all almost all of his movies i, I haven't seen um was like a simple plan i think which was like which was, I, I think it was like him like trying like like trying to not be like crazy stylistic. Is that the one that's like a Fargo movie? It's it's like it's Bill Paxton and I believe that's Thornton. It's like a, yeah, it's like a crime thriller. Yeah, they they, they try to steal something. I think it's because it's got no horror. It's just crime thriller. And I I I haven't seen the uh, the gift either. That's like that was like a two thousand movie with like uh, also Billy Bob Thornton. I don't think I've seen that one either. And, and Kate Kate Blanchett, it's like it's like a murder. It's like she's having like a like a like, um, like visions like a murder. Huh. That sounds like something we should watch one day. <laughs> like I think Keanu Reeves is also in it. What? Yeah, it, the gift has like like it's a uh, yes. Billy Bob Thornton, Kate Blanchett, Keanu Reeves, Hilary Swank, Katie Holmes. Well, because in in this movie, Dark Man. It's it has like a few all star people like three and then the rest are just like TV Char- actors character guy yeah actors yeah like yeah. it's got a few people that I'm just like oh yeah they were in this movie I think it's like this movie feels like it was made with like friends it's it's like Sam Raimi's friends all the people he's worked with um, his brother of course and then I mean he was like it was he was like he was living with, it was like him Francis McDormand. And the Coen brothers were all living together in like an apartment, I think. During this time, <laughs> like well before this, and then like, uh, and then like, um, I think I, I'm not sure about afterwards, but like that, that was definitely because like, like, like the Coen brothers definitely were like, um, they all helped like like Sam Raimi helped them with like the early like like Blood Simple and stuff like that, and then he helped them like the Coen brothers helped him with like Evil Dead. They were they were all friends, and like Francis Francis Roman was like dating, I think, Joel, maybe. I forget which one. Yeah, but yeah, but they, yeah, they were all they were all they're all friends like living together basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Francis McDormand, Joel Cohen are have been married since like 1984. So. <laughs> uh, want to get into uh, Durant's death, his ridiculous helicopter death? <laughs> yeah, which that's also that's also kind of like um. Definitely, like evidence that this is like you know a, a, a much bigger budget than Sam Raimi's had before because he gets yeah he gets to do like this cr- like crazy stuff like have a, a stuntman hang off a helicopter, yeah, and then like fly over the L.A. River and then throw an explosive on the bridge like Terminator Two style. Yeah, that that's that's that whole scene is awesome. It's like dark hang up out of a helicopter. Where a lot yeah. of the budget went into too. Probably yeah, yeah. Running a helicopter, like paying a, a stuntman, like hang off the like a helicopter, like blowing up cars under the helicopter, like. And it escalates. It's not just like a simple I'm on a helicopter thing. Shake them off. Like Durant pulls out different guns. They visit different LA locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darkman has no <laughs> instinctual. He doesn't, fly- Darkman doesn't want to climb up the thing. He just wants to no. hang out on the, the bottom. He smashes into like a conference room and it's like is like <laughs> I forget I forget what he says, but it's like he's like, excuse me? Yeah, sorry. 
And then, um, yeah, like, it's it's crazy to think that Sam Raimi, who, um, you know, started horror and then had enough money, which is like, this is my vision. Mm-hmm. I want to put Liam Neeson's character like a wrecking ball through L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it works. Uh, I feel like the copy I've seen, like, in not the 4K rip of it, or like you know the the new edition. So it's a little rough in the streaming. I, I was watching it and seeing it a little like you could, you know, the green screen effect isn't quite there. The um, the the like stunt work for the like practical effects are a little rough. But still, like if I saw it in theaters and just to see like the like a, a stuntman who is dangling yeah there yeah it's 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 1990 like there's there was a, there was a guy hanging off a helicopter <laughs> uh, like, again, for... you, so so it's not like they just rigged a dummy that's something i appreciate it there's a few scenes where if there's an explosion or someone hitting a being hit by a car it's it's a dummy mm-hmm. this was not this was a full human yeah, I think like the, like Ted Raimi. I think they, 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 you can definitely tell they made like a like a Ted Raimi like dummy head, just like we're like flopping it around, like like oh. when he's like, when he's like popping it out, like when he's popping it out of the manhole coverage. That's like oh, this is like a that's like a, like a, a dummy Ted Raimi basically. And there's and just, and just some like there's definitely some like like kind of like stop mo- like some some of the shots of like uh, Darkman's like hands are like you can oh, it's like, stop motion it's stop motion but I mean, that it's still fun that's that's fun like just see like you know old school like stop motion like these like skeletal yeah, figures yeah. typing that works well I, I did see um, some behind the scenes stuff where you know it's just like the same studio Sam Raimi worked with and and is a certain look to his movies that that like claymation look mm-hmm. for the stop motion. So like, I appreciate, you know, it's not like this, he had a vision and then just sort of left his roots behind. It's like, he brought everyone with him with the, the studio and budget. And we said, yeah, they just liked what I did there. Let's do it again with more money, which um, you could see the climax, the, the like dark darkness fighting, uh, so, like, right after Durant blows up in a helicopter, then it's like, let's meet at a unfinished building as our, mm-hmm. like, secret talk. So, and Dark, and Dark, Dark Man's impersonating Durant again, but then, like, Shrek is, like, e- like easily sees through that somehow. It's just like, oh, you're Dark Man, or like, you're, you're Peyton. Like, <laughs> We never met. This is the first time, but I know everything about you. Oh, well, because it's like, oh, how are you, like, how, like how, something about his kids and, like, then, like, Durant Payne's like, oh yeah, my kids are like, so he's like kids, and it's like Stark's like, you don't have kids, Durant. <laughs> wouldn't, Durant must, like... wouldn't Payton notice that or something? He's been watching Durant for a while, I, I assume. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, that's he screws that up, and then that's how he, like Strack knows it's Payton and not Durant. And then then they have like they have a fight on the high steel, which apparently like, Strack is like, well, my my dad used to force me to work on the high steel, so I'm like I'm, I'm an expert. I can like jump around here like, no problem. Like, yeah, I'm a high steel man. Yeah. So, yeah, like I, we mentioned, Strack kind of like showing how evil he is. He's not just like an evil businessman; he's just an evil guy all around. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Basically, it kind of it's a even fight. It's not like oh, I he probably couldn't take Darkman on the ground level 
in a fist fight, but he could take him on with skill girders. Yeah, because he's 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 used he's, he's done that before. He's got his, he's got his henchmen throwing like uh like wrecking balls at at him. But I also like that during this, it's in the night. Even though I think I thought it would be some sort of um, I, I know what it is now, but there's no there's nothing to do with the mask at night where he's able to change his face a couple times and say, oh, you know, the darkness enhances his power. It's just straight up a different thing. You know, I thought something else would come back and play. Yeah, he like uh, he he like he only uses the mask like once, like offensively, when he like puts it on like Rudy, and he like put, he puts like the like the like the one mask on like him to make it look like the other guy, and then like throws him at the other guy, and smiley, yeah. and he shoots him. He, he, but he only, he only does it like once. Like he only like, he doesn't use any sort of like other trick or like that. Like yeah, he's he's fighting Strack. He's just like his like you know his normal like uh bandaged like bum dark man's <laughs> costume. Which I, which I don't think much like he finds like his iconic like he's got which I mean Darkman's look look is like very like iconic he's the bandages and like the like fedora and the jacket but like he finds those in like a dumpster. Oh, I kind of forgot that. I kind of forgot that he just he, he collects that. I thought he woke up in that. Yeah, he, well, he, he escapes from the hospital and then he ends up he like he's he's, he's like sleeping he's sleeping in an alley which also like reminds me a lot of like Spawn where like Spawn like, lives in like the, you know like the homeless like alley. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Darkman's like sleeping in an alley under a cardboard box. But then he like, he finds yeah he finds like a like, the, like duster jacket and then like a, a the hat and then that's a, his like costume. It's like this like abandoned like discarded like jacket and hats. And he doesn't change. It's like you have the freedom to change. You just like like this look, the Phantom of the Opera slash well, he, like he he like he eventually like when he he gets a bunch of clothes. Like I don't know if he's like steals like all of, like Polly's clothes or something, but like. When like Julie shows up in the apartment like later on, he has like this whole like wardrobe of clothes that he uses like for like his like disguises. So he's, he he's got like he's got like a, yeah he's got a whole thing of like suits and ties and all kinds of clothes that he's using to like impersonate people. <laughs> but uh, when he's like normal dark man, he's he's wearing like his like disgusting like hobo jackets. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I thought the final fight would be more than just a fist fight, but yeah. it still works. It's fun. It's not. It doesn't drag on. It's a lot of track really chewing scenery. He, he gets like, he gets like that, that that giant like like screw gun or whatever. It's it's not even a nail gun. Bolt it's like, gun. It's like bolt, bolt gun, and then like he's like missing at like point blank range, so he's a terrible shot. Well, I don't think it's supposed to be like a gun. So yeah. he's using it like a rail gun. Yeah. It, it's probably it looks more badass than it really is in real life. And he, he does shoot like Peyton through the hand, but then like because he doesn't have pain, like he just like rips it out with no problem. Yeah, he was just enraging him. He's just like, yeah, I've been with Julie sexually, and he's just like, <laughs> oh hell no. Yeah. Well, gra- granted, Strack has no idea what the power scale of Darkman was besides put on mass. He doesn't know he's got super strength. He doesn't yeah. know that he's insane. Mm-hmm. Can't feel pain. Yeah. So, egg him on. Yeah, I, I I I do love that. Like, yeah, like, like he fought, he's Darkman gets overpowers him. Like he's he's got him by the ankle. They will cla- then like Strax doing that classic like you know villain like monologue of, like you won't kill me. You're a hero. You're 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 a good person. Like you can, you wouldn't kill me. And then he's just like <laughs> Darkman's just like later drops him. Like well, no, no problem. Like I I think this is the first time that Darkman. Personally, killed, killed someone? someone. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like everything else. He, it's like he can sort of like, oh, that wasn't my fault. That was something else. His warehouse exploding, taking out everyone wasn't Darkman's fault, even though I feel like that is Darkman's fault. <laughs> like Durant, like uh, he tied the helicopter to a truck. <laughs> yep. And he screamed burn in hell. He's he, he got like Liam Neeson's getting a taste of his own medicine that he would get later on in Batman Begins, where it's just like, I don't have to save you. <laughs> it's like I won't kill I you, but I will just save you. Yeah, it's literally the same thing. It's like, well, I don't need to kill you. The fall will do that, you know. Yeah. So... I'm, su- I'm surprised that it's striking it fall, like because they set they clearly set up like there's like these like giant steel spikes on the bottom of the building. I did notice that too. And, like, but he doesn't fall on them, or like, maybe he did, but they, just, they don't show it. Like I thought we were gonna get like you know strike it pale on these like spikes. But yeah, he, yeah, he, he, but he kills he kills Strack, and but then he's like he talk he's talking to Julie, and he's just like, I'm a monster now. I can't I can't be with you. <laughs> I, I I need to become like I need to become woman of the darkness. I need a dark woman. <laughs> I need, I need, I need to turn to Bruce Campbell, <laughs> which is a, a super fun cameo to end the movie. And it's like you know he he puts on a Bruce Campbell mask and like walks off. <laughs> It is a nice uh, nod that Bruce Campbell was involved, and mm-hmm. if you remember from the other videos about this, who delve into it way more than us, uh, a lot of the screams and yells is Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. I think that was a nice, neat thing, because it's like, you know, you, you expect he's in that movie a lot more than you think. I only thought he was just in that, like, scene, and that's it. He doesn't say anything, but it turns out he does a lot of the Foley work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then Dark Darkman's just gonna be like he's just gonna be like a, a vigilante now. He's gonna like you know live live in the shadows and impersonate people to stop crimes, <laughs> impersonate criminals and take them down. Well, L.A. has tons of them, you know. From yeah. from just that one area, Darkman's got a lot of work on him. And then, um, <laughs> unfortunately, just the movie, the sequels never lived up to what they had. Like in tone and in in action, the barely thing they keep was that Darkman has that hobo outfit. Yeah, and like and Arnold Vasilu becomes Darkman, which not bad. I didn't mind him. I mean, like it's 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 like you're you're buried under like a ton of makeup. So I mean, as long as you can like act under the makeup, like it's, if someone can do that, then they're they're like you know eighty percent of the way to Dark Man. <laughs> Which I think I don't think you mentioned, but like you know, the the makeup for the Dark Man is like fucking crazy. It, like it's it's like it's so disgusting and like grotesque. It shows you a lot more, yeah. Uh, when they zoom in around the jawline and seeing his missing patch, that um. Not quite sure only that side of his face got burnt, because it seemed like his whole body would have been burnt. Yeah. Because he flew as a fireball. That guy was... <laughs> I also... I, I love whenever you see, like, we, even when he, like, when he has his bandages on, when you see, like, his, like, teeth, because he has, like, no lips, it's just, like, yep. you see you guys his teeth, like, coming through the bandages, and, like, uh, they're, like, clacking and stuff. <laughs> like... Yeah, uh... That's something as a kid, when you witness something like that too early, it kind of stays with you where you're like, wait, how does he talk? He should be all, like, it's all teeth, so there's no punctuation, no, your sounds are all weird when you don't have lips. Like, try to talk without lips right now and see what kind of weird noise you make. <laughs> yeah. That's how he should, and that, that guy was able to impersonate other people's voice. 
Yeah, he, he can barely do it. He can barely do his advice anymore. Like, if anything, he should sound like bad cop, or, or like you know, bad cop or good cop from Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. No, good, 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 good cop voice. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's all like soft spoken and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Darkman's a very interesting thing that the studio was, I think, like, what really holds it back is that the marketing was limited. Uh, Universal Pictures just did not believe in Darkman. Well, I mean, it may, I mean, it was a hit. I mean, money. I, I, I don't know if it was a hit, but I mean, it, it wasn't like a, I think a lot of people think, may think it was a flop, but I think it, it made, like, its budget back or, like, it, at least, like, uh, you know, it wasn't like a failure Box office it wasn't wise. a failure, yeah. It just didn't blow a lot of people's minds. And, I mean, I think, Dark, was it Darkman rated PG-13 or R? I, I mean, I mean, just just given, like, like, like how grotesque his face is, I have to imagine it's probably R. Yeah, I think it's R. Like, just, like, the, yeah, the, the makeup and stuff, like, it had to be... And I think because it's of the R rating, it it's definitely the better of the. Is this for kids? Is this for adults? Movies like comic superhero movies. Well, it's weird because like I mean, it had you know had like the like a game. It had games. It had Marvel comics. It had novels. It had. It um, had everything right for it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. If they, I don't. I'm not sure if they made toys. Because um, there was a weird thing where like. Um, there weren't there weren't toys until like like almost like a decade later because uh, Universal was like we don't have the rights to the Dark Man <laughs> and, then, and then like like Soda Toys for like the company that like does like a lot of like uh, like um, more higher end collectible toys were like oh you, uh, you guys might want to check again because you have the rights to Dark Man they're like Universal was like oh yeah we do you can make Dark Man figures <laughs> go ahead <laughs> like yeah whoever owned that rule totally like dropped the ball they could have made dark man stuff for a while mm-hmm. i mean because you don't get to the 4k blu-ray without fans yeah i mean yeah that, it's it's called classic i mean there's like it's it's you know there's a lot of a lot of like fans of the dark man i mean if you're a sam Raimi fan you're you're, you're probably you're definitely a fan of dark man brow boy and, and and it's it you know it's, it's in that like early 90s like pulp <laughs> it's in that like kind of strange where it's like not like mainstream superheroes but like these like you know <laughs> more more obscure or like these like radio heroes and 30s and 40s <laughs> like movie serial characters getting like they're these like huge movies and dark like darkman's an original character creation obviously but like it's definitely has all that like tons of dna from all that stuff in it oh yeah got a lot of um it i mean i don't want to call it a batman clone but you can't help it with the soundtrack the well, look you, we have danny elfman doing the soundtrack yeah i mean every i mean everything post like tim burton batman was trying to be batman like dick trace i mean i think dick, dick tracy more than this probably in 1990 was trying to be batman but like this is still like which else is weird. Like I just thought, like Dave Delphin also did the, the, the Tracy score. So like yeah. they were just like that was just like oh we're making a we're making a suit like a vaguely like Batman or like trying to like 
Remember, okay, Batman, get D- Danny Elfman in there and make a, have him make a score that sounds like Batman. So, it very, I mean, I get they knew it. They were trying to ape on the other successes, which I'm fine with because you get like, uh, I, I kind of want to, like, I saw this and I want to watch Batman 1989, like, right mm-hmm. after. So it's a nice, like, little cousin to that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then just like the, like the, uh, you know, the first, like, transition for Sam Raimi to, from, like, these, like, super, super indie <laughs> horror movies to, you know, big, bigger budget blockbusters. I mean, the next movie we did after this was Army Darkness, but then uh, eventually like, got it, you know, Spider-Man and then... <laughs> Most recently, Doctor Strange. It all it all goes back to Dark Man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I think they'll I'll wrap it up for uh, Dark Man this week, and definitely come back next week. We're gonna be diving into uh, David Lynch's Dune because you know Dune Part Two is is gonna be out next week. Uh, apparently, it's like one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. So. <laughs> um, but we're diving into the uh, the OG, the uh, Avalanche version, and then we'll, maybe we'll do some comparing and crash of like how that how that movie told the story compared to uh, Denny Villeneuve, and we'll dive into like all the all the crazy imagery of that movie next week. And uh, you can also, if you head over to the site right now, you can also check out our uh, February movie commentary that which is up right now. We watched Hidden Strike, the uh, John Cena Jackie Chan team up from last year. That was a Netflix sensation. Uh, so you can ch- watch that along with us, and uh, head over ch- head over to site check out all our other stuff, all our news and reviews uh, features. Actually, I-, I have a review of uh, Madam Web. If you want to like read my uh, thoughts on that uh, wonderful movie. Oh boy, <laughs> not good. So you didn't <laughs> see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, so all all that's over. Every national comment. Head over to check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.